Hello, Ahmed. Could you introduce yourself, please? Uh, my name is Ahmed Alorevi. Uh, I'm a student uh, studying in Australia, uh, fighting for uh, political rights and uh, democracy and reforms in my country bar of Bahrain. And uh, I urge people to look up at our case as human rights defenders because the limit it has exceeded the limit from what we have seen from violations that have been taking over from Bahrain and since the Saudi army invaded Bahrain in March the 16th, 2011. Could you describe what has been happening in Bahrain since March 2011? Since the uprising in uh, the 14th of Feb 2011, the people marched to the Pearl Roundabout and uh, they were being stopped by the forces of Bahraini military forces and uh, this didn't stop the people from following on and you know, demanding for democracy and reforms. Is that uh, roundabout, is that in Manama? It's in Manama. And it is a significant place where people go? All people gathered in the Pearl Roundabout demanding reforms and after a month exactly from the 14th of February uh, the, the Saudi army invaded Bahrain on the 16th of March which, uh, which exceeded, which caused massive killings and genocide to people which, which were, they were shooting poisonous gas at houses and uh, this caused a real mess in the country and uh, they divided the situation of the political party as a sectarian movement so they can destroy the revolution, which caused a crack between the people. How did they do that? The sectarian movement that you talk of, is that they're trying to pitch one religion against another, or is it um, yeah. one political group against another? It's like uh, all political groups are standing together, from Muslims to communists to atheists, from everywhere, but that's what the government is trying to play as their winning card is to separate the movement and to make it sectarian issue so they can destroy the people's demands and reforms. Yes. Um, how is it that so many people have lost their eyesight in your country? Uh, it was from the excessive use of shotgun and uh, deliberate killing by using poisonous tear gas by, by shooting into, through the body instead of shooting up in the air which caused many people to lose their eyesight and lose their eyes. Um, could you tell us about the demonstration that you have organized here in Brisbane in King George Square tomorrow at 12 o'clock? Yeah, we have organized a protest in solidarity with the Bahraini, the Bahrainis who have lost their eyes and in general the Bahraini revolution but our event is focusing on the people that are being you know, shot directly in the face who are kids, women, men, they don't care about whoever they are and they even take them to jail and just like Jafar Salman if you have heard about him uh, a man with two kids has been shot with a shotgun and has been in jail since last year in 2011 and he's still not being released and he's been taken away from the hospital bed 
to, to jail. And he's not, he can't even see his family. Why was he singled out? Why did they shoot at him? Because uh, he was demanding uh, rights, and they know that he's, uh, he's still, you know, he's still uh, standing strong against the government, demanding reforms and demanding democracy, but they, st they are still keeping him for demanding that. They want to change his views mm. by torturing him and taking away his freedom. Mm. But this is not going to happen because our people are, you know, struggles people, they're resistant. So they must have a history of struggle. Exactly. And do, do you know much of your, that history? It's been more than 230 years and, you know, people, since the Al-Khalifas came to our country, and people were demanding reforms and democracy, but they've, they've been taken away, f you know, democracy, there's ne never been democracy in my country, and human rights has been abandoned in Bahrain. Just like uh, when what happened exactly now is Abdul Halil Khawaja, is a human rights, a Gulf human rights uh, activist who's been taken to jail, and he's been in jail for more than a year now, and he's been on a hunger strike for uh, more than 100 days, and the prominent uh, human rights activist, Nabil Rajab, who's in jail right now for tweeting. For tweeting? Yep, exactly. Tweeting what? Tweeting against the government, <laughs> if you can see that. That's how our government... <laughs> what? Political organization are they in Al Wafaq? Uh, no, they are in uh, the Bahrain uh, Center for Human Rights. Okay, so that is a secular organization, yeah, it's, not religious. Yeah. It's it's not a no, it's not a yeah, it's not religious, mm. and it's not a part of the government. It's a non non profitable organization, NGO. Yes, the government has has their own human rights uh, defender by with the government as a minister, but. Uh, they are not actually defending human rights. They, yes. are, they are trying to cover these things uh, from showing it to people from the international media. That's mm. what they're trying to do, exactly. You said that they tear gas people. Now, you've described where they do it in demonstrations. Yeah. Do they do it in the villages and the towns? They, they shoot houses, just like what happened to my auntie's house. Yeah, recently. Your auntie's house. Yeah, and it they was shot it. How, they how did they do that? They, they were trying to uh, take my cousin away from his family, but they, they didn't let, let, let them do that. So, because uh, they couldn't, couldn't take him away from his family, they started shooting tear gas. It's not tear gas, to be honest, just to correct the phrase. It's, yes. It's poisonous gas. Okay. Okay, that they're shooting at the people inside their houses. That's that's actually a sign of genocide by doing that, like you know, killing people and families and groups. Yes, that's what happened. So that poisonous gas makes the people very sick. It, it uh, kills them actually because they can't uh, breathe. breathe or they so can't their sleep. throat constricts, does it? So yeah. it's got something that makes the the throat uh, in, you can't breathe yeah. air through the throat. Yeah, exactly. Many kids have been victims for the for this excessive use of poisonous gas inside houses and inside villages in the mornings and the evenings whenever they do it they just they just keep on shooting on the people so when they went to your cousin's house um, what when was that uh, it happened uh, recently before a few months back in, uh, in April yes. in, in May it happened to uh, my other family as well yes but my auntie got kicked in the stomach for defending, for uh, you defending your cousin. Is no, that no? no. She, for defending another guy who was 
being arrested, a kid was uh, being arrested in the village. Uh, how old was that child? That child was around 11 years old or 12, yes. 13. And your auntie tried to intervene? Into, yeah. And, and then they kicked her in the stomach? And they shot tear gas on my uh, grandmother's house. And she couldn't walk. So she started you know, crawling into my grandmother's house. Hmm. How, so what are you doing to try to you know, solve this problem? What, what are you trying to do? Uh, I, uh, I, we came all the way to Australia to try to still try to fight for our our people's right and we need the people to stand with us for defending human rights and what is happening in my country is really sick and really bad and the violations have exceeded the limit by the use of of the you know weapons against people by by their own on their own citizens by taking away their freedom in their own country and you know deliberate killing by shooting them in the body through the body and not helping them try to make it better in the country. So what can our listeners do to help? Uh, we hope that we hope to see supporters fighting for human rights, uh, trying to defend the oppressed, and trying to help people stand up for their rights and for democracy and what, what is better for the nation and for the country and for its people. So people can come tomorrow to King George Square? People can come and join us. Yes. King George Square. Uh, at 12 p.m. and uh, we'll be organizing a protest and we'll be uh, talking about what's happening in Bahrain, an introduction and on the event that we're targeting on, focusing on the, the people who have lost their eyes from kids to old old people and try to, make, to fight for our people's rights. You know when your auntie was kicked in the stomach and a young 11-year-old child was being arrested was there any medical, you know, could, could your auntie go to see a doctor or a hospital? Uh, to be honest, you can't, you can't see a doctor in my country. If you get shot by the government, uh, you can't get any medical treatment in the country. You, ha- you, you have to go to your own house. Uh, any, any volunteer can come to your place and try to, say, to, treat, to give you medical treatment. But it can't be in hospitals. Cause so did volunteers come to either your grandmother's or your auntie's no, no, no. house? No, they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't? Because they were already protesters inside my grandmother's house. Yes. So they couldn't take, take anyone out or bring anyone inside because they don't want to be a, you know, make it an attraction for the police to see someone is going inside the house yes. helping someone. Yes. So... Basically, they have to look after themselves. Exactly, they have to look after. So, themselves. how is your auntie and your grandmother? They're they're uh, they're, they're still struggling. Yeah. But they're still resistant. Yeah. Uh, because they can't do anything much about it. Instead, instead, we have to fight until the end. Mm. And we can't ever forget our martyrs that you know passed away for this. We are all fighting for one goal, and yeah. we're going to continue our mm. goal. I'd like to read out a poem uh, by a Palestinian man now. His okay. name is Sami Mukadem. Okay. And Sam, this is a rap poem, and it's called The World is Your Mirror. Right. You can starve a people, cut out medication and all human incentives while calling it a security zone. You can torture children while saying your methods are more humane than theirs. Us and them. Us and them. We, above them, have a a right because. 
because, because. And here comes another reason, another deflecting image, and another reminder to the civilized world of what you endured, your pain, your history, must never be repeated, the chosen choosing. But I say the world is your mirror. Here comes pain repeating itself, lessons unlearnt, cycles spiraling. The world is your mirror. And I say to myself, the world is my mirror too. So that's a Palestinian man. It sounds pretty familiar to what's been happening to you and your relatives in Bahrain. Exactly. Hmm. We, f- we feel the same pain that the Palestinians are feeling regarding their country, fighting for their country. And that's what ha- was exactly happening to our people as well. Yes. And you have um, a, a favorite rap singer as well who sings in Arabic, in Palestinian. What, what's that all about? Uh, it's regarding people who call, who call other people, other natives that are there, they're being terrorists. But uh, this, it says, it actually says, how can you call me a terrorist if I'm fighting for my own land? Mm. That's, uh, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. So in the world, um, it seems that the people who accuse others of being terrorists are the actual terrorists. Are actually the actual terrorists. Exactly. They are the actual terrorists. Mm. So they've been killing people like an organized mafia group that's 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 what's happening police comes comes to, to us with, with the ski masks on their faces that we can't even identify who is this you don't feel any security or any and you're not secure when you see someone like that when he's masked your face and he doesn't show his identity to you yes thank you very much for this is there anything else that you'd like to say uh, to our listeners yep uh, I would like to say that we we will never forget our people in Palestine that fought, that are fighting for freedom and fighting for the same reason for struggle and for the right of their country. And uh, we will always uh, be resistant into that. We will st- we will always struggle with them to until the end. Yes, thank you very much. Ahmed, could you tell me about the martyrs in your country? Uh, we we have hun- around 100 martyrs that have passed away since the, the uprising in 2011 until now. And uh, 100 martyrs, uh, according to my country, with a population of 1.2 million, is, and uh, 800,000 of them are natives of the country, are Bahrainis. Uh, that's a large amount of people that have been, you know, died yes. in my country. Yes. So that that's why... We consider that the human rights, the UN, exactly, to look after this case, and you know they can uh, compare it to other countries that have been having the same thing, like Egypt, like Libya. Or Libya has been going to on a war, but you know people and statistics. If you watch it, 1.2 million. You know, if you take out, you know, a hundred martyrs that have been killed, that's a lot. That's that's a large group of people that have been. Yes. Why do you think that uh, the the regime in Bahrain has been so determined against the people? That le- that's a level of determination to to kill people and to arrest many, many more. Why why are they doing that? Uh, 
they're, they're actually being uh, advised by the American uh, government and by the British government, uh, and they've been uh, fighting their people, and that's what they're encouraging them to do. And even the Saudi army has intervened in this problem, and they started killing our people just to not give us our rights, or our basic human rights in our, in our kingdom. So what are the Americans and the British trying to protect? Uh, they're trying to protect their interests uh, and the Americans' fifth fleet in the region. Okay, and do you see evidence of the fifth fleet and the American Navy in your country? You, you've been to the docks and you've seen the ships? Uh, we are aware of, of, that, of that they are available over there in, in Bahrain. And we know that they're only protecting their own interest by keeping the fifth fleet because what's going to happen if the revolution took over from here, there won't be any fifth fleet. It's not going to be there because yes. they know that, the pe- that they've been not helping the people and they, were, they call themselves the people of democracy and the country of democracy. Mm. If you need a friend, you can come to the United States. Yeah. You mentioned that um, Bahrain is made up of many islands and... Could you explain, you know, where the people live, who owns the land, what what goes on there? If you look at the map closely, the the whole population is living in a in a square, to be honest, in a in a like in a like a small box in, a, in the island, and our our country is concluded uh, from thirty three islands, and we get to see around three or four of them. The other thirty are private lands for the royal family. And you know we can't ever visit them or see them or do anything about it. Uh, last week, I read in an Australian newspaper, a mainstream paper, they were trying to encourage Australians to go to Bahrain as tourists, and they described these fantastic ruins and these wonderful sites. But they said at the same time, make sure you don't go near certain villages and certain roads because that's where the protests are. So do you have a message for Australians? Should they be going to this country as tourists? Uh, I think it would be interesting for them because it's going to be a shock, a shocking event that they would see if they, if they visit Bahrain uh, because the government is trying to uh, cover this up from the me- international media to see what's actu- actually happening in Bahrain. And because the killings and the genocides and the massacres that are happening in villages are really, you know, people are being violated. Uh, their rights are being taken away from them. Their freedom, even their houses, they're being attacked. They they don't know what what time to you know that the government can come to them and take them away from their mm. families. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.